Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry, taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday we finished answering the first question in our series. Let's listen as we start the second question today. Now, here's our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. This your radio pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom, continuing with our question and answer period at this time. And so I hope that uh, this is going to be helpful to you as we answer listener questions. We like receiving the listener questions, and sometimes I can answer them, sometimes I can't. There was a time where with the strokes that I had, I, I lost a lot of my eyesight, and so it's hard to do it, and it's all capital letters, but uh, I did get some good answers here, so I say some good questions, and of course it'll be up to the people to decide whether or not they're good answers. But we like to hear from our listeners. We like it to be edifying to them, and I hope it's edifying to you because this is something that just comes in, and we want to help people using the Word of God. Okay, let's look at our first question here today. This is from a youth director who wants to be a pastor and lives somewhere in South Florida. Don't ask me where, because I'm not real sure. This comes by email, but just the location I know, just because he gave me a location. He said, is there a book in the Bible or Scripture that can help me understand what the role of a pastor is and is supposed to do besides Preach the word. Is it really up to the pastor to set standards and preferences for the congregation to follow? Is it up to the pastor and his responsibility to make sure people don't get offended or stumble over someone else who is gathered with them to listen to the presiding preaching? And teaching of God's word. And then they add here, asking for a friend. Okay. And so, well, if they're asking for a friend, why would they put it that way to me? That's the kind of funny to me. But my answer is this. I believe the first thing to remember is Moses and Joshua. And after his death, Joshua led the people into the promised land. David trained Solomon. And after he died, the temple was built. Paul instructed Titus to ordain elders, that is, pastors. Timothy is told to teach those who would teach others. After Paul's and John's death, the seven churches went away. Now, that happened to other churches in the past. I remember 
Highland Park Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Tennessee Temple College. I can also remember Akron Baptist Temple, one time the largest Sunday school in America. There is the Cato Tabernacle that was pastored by that man of God who's been with the Lord for some time now, B.R. Lakin. And yet, after the deaths of these men, after these went on, that headed up these ministries, those ministries crumbled and went away. Tennessee Temple and Highland Park Baptist Church, at one time, boy, I tell you what, over 600 missionaries were being supported worldwide. You could go into the back of that church in Highland Park, and you could see bulletin boards there with maps of the United States and the world. And just about everywhere you would look, there were pins stuck there in it with little red flags on it, showing where people who had gone from Tennessee Temple to go on to those places in the mission field. They went on to those places in the United States, planting churches. And there were so many, just hundreds, going across those maps. And I was just always amazed at looking at that when I would walk into the foyer of the Highland Park Baptist Church. Matter of fact, back in 1956, I personally was baptized by Dr. Lee Robertson in the Highland Park Baptist Church. I was just a seven-year-old boy at the time when I was baptized. And I asked somebody after the church had been destroyed and pulled down and all that, I says, I wonder if, if there was a record of me. And he said, well, the people, they were a contemporary group that took over the church, and then the church just fell apart. But they destroyed all the records, so I couldn't even find out my baptismal record. But I do know I was baptized. I remember it. And the thing is, is that they can destroy records here, but they cannot destroy records in heaven. So the people wrong doctrinally, and you just see it happen in these various churches where they fell apart. A pastor must consider himself a student of the Word of God for the rest of his entire life. He must know the Lord is his refuge, for he will be gossiped about. He'll be falsely accused. People telling others the motives of the preacher without really... <laughs> being told them by the preacher. And the pastor will be plotted against by people as if he is not doing his job, and they know better. <laughs> he needs to give his staff biblical training and encouragement, giving them duties which they are before the people and lead, and therefore they must be led by the pastor to lead them. It is most important to know that glory belongs to God completely in everything that is accomplished. Never think or say, look at what I did, nor say, if it weren't for me, this would not have happened. God is the power and by the way, when you see the word power in the scriptures, that's usually referring to authority. We call him Almighty God. That refers to his strength to do. We talk of the power of God, his authority. So God is Almighty. 
and he's all authoritative. He's all powerful. But we have his might, his strength to do, and his authority. And the important thing that as you serve him, you're surrendered totally to him, you have his blessing. The people with whom you serve and are over must know God did it through you. Never forget the king in Acts who was devoured with worms when he received glory that was due unto the Lord. And the people hollered, Oh, that is the voice of a God. And immediately, because he took it and accepted it, God struck him with worms, and those worms, of course, ended up killing him. What you need to remember, as a young man, you're looking at ministry ahead of you. People will judge you. But that is mostly, not completely, but mostly gossip. And there are discord sowing, operating from a philosophy of world religious marketers who say you must do this, can't do that anymore. You're living in a different age, yet everything they say has no biblical background to it, although they try to twist scriptures to make it say that. It will sound in intellectual. It'll sound, oh, that's a good thing. But they are going by the changing culture of the religious world, besides just the culture of the world, trying to be relevant to the world instead of the Word of God. This is where most younger preachers mess up, and there are older preachers that do the same thing. They want to be relevant to the world and have the world think they're one of them. Folks, our goal is not to make the world think that we're one of them. We want the world to know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and to, that as Christians, Christ ones, Christ-like, that our goal is to be godly. It is to be Christ-like. Not to be aligned with the world to the point that they say, hey, they're one of us. No, we're trying to convert people to Jesus Christ, not the latest of the world's culture. That is why there are many new versions today of the Bible. They're translated outside of those documents. For example, what is referred to as the Textus Receptus, going all the way back there to the early times of the New Testament era, when those writers were word for word writing down every word the Holy Spirit gave them, and they made sure they preserved them, they checked each other's work, and they, they were written, and they were kept. And as a matter of fact, God said he would preserve them. The Masoretic text, which is our uh, Hebrew Old Testament, and from which it was translated, has endured and is preserved as well. The New Testament, since about 100 A.D., and the Old Testament goes all the way back there to the Psalms. I mean, you're looking back about 3,000 years ago, and he said in Psalms 12, 6, and 7 there that he would preserve it from this generation forever. And that's an interesting thing to be read and understood. 
this generation is talking about the people then. Preserved means preserved. It's preserved forever, he said. So to say that we don't have the exact word of God, we don't have it for this generation preserved as it was originally written, then that is to call God an out-and-out liar because God said he would preserve it forever and ever. Now, some have gone to Psalms 119, verse 89 to say, well, it says that forever in heaven it is settled. And yes, it is settled in heaven. But you don't choose scripture say, well, I want to believe this one, but not that scripture. Yeah, the Lord has forever settled, but in the same book of Psalms, he said it was preserved forever from this generation. Now, there's not generations in heaven. The generations live on earth. So please understand that when you go into certain colleges, there are pastors, professors who said, use only the King James 1611, but then they try to tell you that some words in it are better translated if you do this, do that, and then they go on to other translations. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Stand so the hills may tumble, it will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible stands. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible stands.